Folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys Blowout. We are going to have some fun here. I'm Mike Hanford. I'm sitting here with Tim Kalpakis. Hello to the Patrons. And Jefferson Dutton. Too blessed to be stressed. <laughs> <laughs> Live, yeah, laugh, love. You're too, you're too, I think you're too uh, zonked to be stressed, my man. <laughs> this guy's drunk as a skunk. Let's He's drunk it. as a skunk. Look at that mane of yellow hair, Jeff. You just kind of look to the side and it's really creeping down the back there. Yeah, it's killing me. I want to get my scissors all over that snip snip. No, no, Tim. You can't touch me. You can't catch me. Oh, <laughs> if that's true. If I could catch you, I would cut your hair off, but I can't catch you. Hey, Tim, do you remember, speaking of you and I and sharp objects, do you remember that time that we bumped into each other in the kitchen in the old house and you had a knife and it hit me in the hand? No. <laughs> Did it cut you? We were walking opposite directions. Y you were coming from the kitchen and I was like by the porch door and I, I just like turned to the kitchen real quick and you were turning the other way and you had a knife and it and we hit and the tip of the knife went right into the knuckle of my middle finger and it did Whoa. not draw blood. And we, it literally was like a bonk, but it was a full on like point of contact bonk. Wow. And then we, we were both like, oh, and then we could <laughs> just see that it, there was no damage. It didn't slip or slide or cut or anything. And it was just a little poke and it made a bloodless hole and we went about our business. <laughs> bloodless hole. <laughs> and you, you didn't speak about it until today. It's weird because I don't remember that happening. But I do have a recollection of like earlier that day, me in the kitchen. Just sharpening a I blade. I was like sharpening the blade. And I remember I was kind of like muttering like, I'm going to finally get that blonde son of a <laughs> oh, bitch. Hey, do you want to tell a crazy story? Yeah, baby. Yes. I don't really remember this because, well, it'll come out. But do you remember when a gentleman showed up at our house with a knife intended for me? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Right. I thought it was for Randy. Well, here's the thing. We were hanging out with this girl from our school, from Ithaca. This is back when we were going to bars that were far away. Like rather than go to bars that were close, we were like, uh -huh. we're going to Barney's Beanery or whatever. It was like year one in LA. And Randy did have the hots for this girl and she did have the hots for him. Mm. But I was also in touch with her about like, hey, we're going here tonight. And I stayed home actually to work on... I think the turtles arcade and <laughs> cool. you guys all did go and her, this girl's roommate, a guy who had a, had the hots for her uh -huh. was going to go meet up and couldn't find you guys and came up to the house. Oh, and he was showing me a knife that he had. And he, you had like a long weird night of talking to him, right? Yeah, and because like I think as soon as he showed up at the house and like realized that I was there alone and I wasn't after his girl or his perceived girl, uh huh. And like we didn't let it slip that it was actually Randy, but I was talking to that dude for half an hour before you guys all showed back up. Yeah, he like I think because he couldn't find where the group was, he thought he, he was being like given the runaround or something. Yes, but that's yeah. so weird too that like he had a knife to kill a guy, and then he saw that you were. Like not no reason to kill you. So, but he still like talked about the knife. He's like, I got this knife. Whew. And me being a dummy was like, Oh, cool. Let me see that knife. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this would be cool if you stabbed me with it. 
<laughs> Here, see if it can poke into my bowels. Do I remember like Randy coming home and just and being like, "Hey, dude, what's up?" and not even like realizing there was any danger happening? Well, like none of us did. And I, yeah, I forget, yeah, of course. I forget how it came out that like he was mad at me and like had singled me out as like the guy who was trying to go for his girl, <laughs> his roommate, his roommate. Um, I personally haven't even. The, the knife guy, I like haven't even kept in touch with him. I know. It's, it's sad. Uh-huh. But that's what Facebook's for. Maybe we reach out. Well, we're not here to talk about knife guys. Today, we're talking about, what are we saying? The, 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 our most hated songs. Whoa. Yeah. We've done a lot of lovey-dovey shit about stuff we like. Yeah. Now we're going to go dark. This is songs that, that w- they're not necessarily bad. And, and I'm going to say this up top. Because I, you know, as a uh, content creator, I wouldn't anyone want anyone doing this to my stuff. Bands we're going to talk about, you did your best, you got followers, you got fans. These are just songs we don't like. You got that clout that you were chasing, and be yeah. happy with it. Yeah, and and we will say these are like these are like popular songs that everyone's heard because there's we made the point that like. There's songs out there that you hate, but no one's ever heard them before. Everybody's got like those songs where you're just like, I hate that song. I don't know what it is. And to me, it's similar to like the cilantro thing. Mm. You know, like some people just cilantro tastes like soap and they can't fucking stand it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And me, uh, I I don't know if I love cilantro, but I just have no opinion about it. (laughs) So uh, I'll eat cilantro. These are a handful of songs that have just kind of come up as... We hate him for whatever this song, reason. Uh, this is not my kind of song. This it would be very funny though if all of our choices were like obscure uh, Los Feliz, Los Angeles bands that just <laughs> <laughs> that nobody knows about that we've played that we feel competitive with or we played gigs with. I'm like they actually suck. That'd be These funny if one of us if one of us picked a Sloppy Boys song. Like I just guys, I just don't like this song. <laughs> yeah, we got a few stinkers in the mix. Let's be honest. Yeah, three albums worth. You know, we should talk about, is this something where we treat it like the battle royale, like usual, where we tweet it or because part of what's interesting about it is that like, I'm not expecting to get you guys on board for this. I just want people to know that like, this is going to be specific to each of us and have no, we might be able to actually drill down to each of our trauma to figure out why (laughs) we don't like these individuals. I agree that we will, because I do think it's a very personal thing, but Jeff, I think it's worth putting it out to the Twitter sphere to see who also hates it in the same way. Maybe right. we're not being objective and saying, Great. well, this one would. Right, right, but right. I, I want to know which one of us aligns with, with the slop heads the most. And get some media engagement. That's always important. But like I have I have songs that I could throw out there as like, oh, people will hate this. But I'm still going to lead with the one where I'm like, for whatever reason... I don't like right. this, even though everyone yeah. likes it. Well, because you're not playing the game. You are under oath to play from your heart, which is your most hated song. And then we're all under oath. Yeah, and then we'll oath. see if the slopheads align. You know what's interesting about this? I to get my brain sort of kicking. I said, "What?" I went online and said, "What's the? What are the worst songs? Mm-hmm. Worst? And there's lists, obviously. Songs came up like uh, Barbie Girl from Aqua and mm-hmm. Afro Man's uh, Then I Got High, mm-hmm. and those are. I get it. Those are like not Novelty great songs. songs, but I still like them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or or even like I was thinking, I won't even say it because maybe you guys have it, but these songs aren't like, 
they stick in my brain. So they're like, there's some value to them and they're, they're like fun to listen to. So these are songs that it's just like, I can't even, I, I would change the channel if this was on. <laughs> so want to get into it? Yeah. Let's go for it. Who's going first? Jeff, kick it off. You're the man. All right. I'll go first if you have reservations. No, I I got I got no reservations. Anthony Bourdain. Bourdain. Hell yeah, I love that show. So this is a song that I hate. <laughs> oh what? Jefferson, I know. Jeff. It's awful. You you're wrong, dude. Sorry, it's, dude. And when I say awful, it's awful that Jeff doesn't like the song. He, There's a lot to dislike about this song. But I just picture every like novice guitarist picking up an acoustic guitar and being like because it's so good and they want and what's to play wrong a good with song? that no it sucks and also the thing that i hate the most about it is the fucking lead singer his voice i've i'm fast forwarding to the part i hate the most love it you guys think this is cool yes i like this song this is cool indie rock Yes, this is great music. And they have other good songs. Violent Femmes have a lot of good no, no. songs. Listen to this guy. This this precious coy bullshit is your little indie rock yeah. artist? Yes, yes. Jeff, listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, what? We, did not, we didn't come on here to say fuck off. We said... I'm going to wring your little neck for this. Ooh, I thought this was we were Gen in the same X. room. No, no, no. Whatever happened to Gen X cool detachment? This guy is not my kind of guy. <laughs> ugh, ugh. Oh, it's so good. It's, and the gimmick of it is the, f- the fucking shout bullshit. Oh, now we're going to get loud. Fuck off. <laughs> oh, Jeff. What? It's like 1983 or something. Oh, oh no. We're going to get loud? Yeah. Gonna hey, get hey, loud. Tim, you're looking at another 1983 original right here, baby. <laughs> Well, I've known you, if Jeff, I could to choose not choose like between this the song. two, I would choose this Violent Femme song. Don't say it. Don't you dare finish that <laughs> I sentence. wish you'd never been born. <laughs> I know, Jeff, that you hate this song. You've brought it up before. You've never had any traction on it where people are like, yeah, Jeff, I'm with you. Everyone likes this song. Everyone likes this band. It's just for you. It doesn't work. I got in an argument with somebody at Birds from, a, from another sketch group. And they turned out to be a dumb piece of shit. <laughs> well, wow. that's, that's not about can, this can, song. Can you name names and uh, edit out? <laughs> Absolutely not. You oh, wait, can't. no, is the dude from... Um, <laughs> I, I have a theory. Well, I got a lot to say about this. This is shocking. I've heard you... I've, I forgot that you hate this song. Now I'm remembering that you hate this song. But mm. one, I think it's very common to discount music with a nasally singer. For example, I've been told for two decades that mountain goats are brilliant. And I mm-hmm. believe, I, these come from trusted sources, and I believe that the mountain goats have like probably have amazing lyrics and stuff. But for me, I heard a nasal voice and I was like, oh, what is that, like Decemberists? I will probably won't listen to that. Is that, what is that, like Death Cab for Cutie? I probably won't listen to that. But I haven't given it the time of day. Do you think it's it's the nasal uh, that's definitely a part of it, but like I listen to some other, you know, like Built to Spill has a little bit of like a nasally. Watch thing. your mouth when talking about Built to Spill. I like I th- that's a, this is a good example. But okay, what good. kills me is the like sulky, hiding in the light, cool <laughs> bullshit. I don't know what these guys look like. I, I've never seen Violent Femmes. They're great. Also, that's it's a cool a, band name. 
It's a three-piece acoustic instrument, stand-up bass, acoustic guitar. They're nerds. They're not yeah. good-looking. They're like chubby nerds. Uh, I mean, if I didn't know Violent Femmes as like, okay, they're a cool indie band. Like, Nirvana likes Violent Femmes, so you have to like Violent Femmes. That's part of, um, you know, just really puts them in the hot seat with the J-Man. So they're yeah, on blast, yeah. is what you're saying. They're on blast. Wow. Yeah, they are on blast. I'll say this. Listening back, I do think that the bass in the chorus is good. How's Everything it else? Can we, can we listen yeah, to yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let me go wild. Yeah, it's, it's fucking great. All three instruments and the vocals are great right now. No, he's being a little piece of shit. Um, and it's just a snare drum. I don't think there's anything else going on there. But just exactly. like the fucking disaffected Koi. Oh, fuck you. I'm okay. not into it. Okay. I, I, I got to right. bring to you some counterpoints, okay? okay First off, um, uh, well, A, it's really good uh, objectively. <laughs> it's mm. just great. B, uh, did you listen to the, did you not have the Gross Point Blank soundtrack in your CD collection? No, of course not. Oh, well, it was a great... <laughs> A great a movie with a lot of good 80s music that was in the mix. Uh, people love that movie. You, that, that's a movie where people are like, oh, gross point blank. I love it. But that's one for me that I just was like, I've seen it before, but it didn't, uh, I didn't take to it the way everyone else did. I don't love the movie, but the soundtrack went in my Case Logic CD case and it has The Clash and a lot of really great 80s rock. Pixies? But, uh, I don't think so, but that type of thing would be on there. Hmm. Um. Let me ask you this. Your first impression, was it two guys, a girl in a pizza place? No, I don't think so. I think like I knew this as like a song every, everyone knew and loved. And I was like, mm. was it three girls, a dog in a spaghetti factory? <laughs> um, Mike, do you remember the first time you heard it? I think I heard it on a mixtape that my brother had hmm. in the 90s. Kyle Hanford. Kyle it, Hanford. Had. I, I wouldn't expect, he's he's a fish head and a deadhead. I wouldn't expect him to be into the indie scene. He is, he is, uh, he will stretch his uh, music wings far and wide. My he's mind bending. Kind of. you, you know who's got the same sonic quality that I have a hard time putting my finger on is Decemberists. Yeah, because they, they the have nasal. this. Why do you have a trouble saying it's just sinuses? You don't like the sound of but sinuses. It's, it's like performance. <laughs> it's performance in addition to vocal quality. Um, Wait, what's the Decemberist song? What's their like their their hit? I wouldn't know. I avoid them at all costs. Tim, well, you know it. Um, they they don't have a hit. They're, they're but I mean the one. Darlings. There's like they, one song you would that I would know. There's like they have songs about like books and shit. <laughs> But not the song books. That's Sebastian, uh, Bell and Sebastian. Yeah, no, but um, like they have songs about like history and literature. Bell and Sebastian is a band that I enjoy and I realize I have like, they probably, I have the most like CDs of them. Really? <laughs> I, they're, they're not, they're not my favorite band by far, but like uh, I just own a lot of their albums for some reason. Well, I think Bell and Sebastian, that is like twee music and they know oh, yeah. they're twee. And I think what Dutton's bumping up against is, being kind of twee, but you're an indie rock band. My, I remember very vividly the first time I ever heard this song and it was cool. So I associated with something cool, which was I was at in seventh grade, I was at a party and it was like, kind of like a chill, maybe like, like a makeout party, but nobody was making out, but, mm. but, but chill, everyone's trying to be cool. 
and it's sitting on couches and the lights are dim. And then my friend Kike goes over to the CD player, pops in a CD, and then the song came on and he turned around and he air guitars to that riff. And and everyone was like, cool. And it it was like Ferris Bueller singing uh, Twist and Shout. <laughs> we were all like, Kike rules, man. Kike. And uh, like Kike name. was a cool guy and he was he had cool hair and he was cool the way he danced. So my I submit that if you would have seen Kike dance of this, you would feel a lot different. <laughs> Tim, I only wish I now, was. Now, Jeff, there. Jeff, oh, yeah. do you like Bell and Sebastian? No. Oh, okay. I mean, look, I mean, I, I was just going to say I, there would be no Bell and Sebastian without this. I don't but think. But I have no axe to grind with them. Like, that's just like totally neutral. I have got I no. Think, I probably have a couple MP3s. I think this guy is doing, uh, like, he knows what he's doing. He's having some fun with it. <sighs> All right. There's no sway. There's Jeff, no talking to you. All I Jeff. ask is that you admit it's a really good song and now you like <laughs> it. <laughs> look, I knew I was stepping under the firing line with this one. <laughs> but look, what's right is not always popular, and what's popular is not always right. <laughs> mm. All right, should we move on? Yeah. Who's up? I'll take I'll take the hit. Uh Jeff, play it up. My friend's got a <laughs> Such a different, such a genre shift. Yeah. Oh. oh. I get it. Yeah. This sucks. Oh. All right. Okay. We don't have to. Li- oh. But like the just the li- like the, that that in the worst kind of way. They're like lazy lyrics. This is this is a uh, why don't you get a job uh, from the Offspring. And this was uh, like after Pretty Fly for a White Guy when they were like, oh, maybe we do comedy songs too. Same album, yeah. The the I was watching the video and the Pretty Fly for a White that Pretty it was between this and Pretty Fly for a White Guy for my my picks, um, among others. But the uh, in the video, the Fly for a White Guy kid shows up at the end and like raises the roof, and uh. it's just like the song and the video. They have no style to it. There's like when the when the song like kicks in, it's just like very like rinky dinky sounding instruments. Well, this is a really hard thing when a pop when a pop punk band it realizes what they have to do to have hits is to like stop making punk music. Right. They were a hardcore like the first or Smash, whatever Smash Smash was their big album. Smash was the yeah. biggest at the time, the biggest selling indie album of all yeah. time. Because it was on indie uh, epitaph, I think. But you can feel what was happening. Their label was saying, hey, look at No Doubt. Look at what No Doubt yeah. is doing. Yeah. Their songs that are not ska punk songs are the hits. Give us some mid-tempo bullshit. But it's this this all the the lyrics are about like spending money on the girlfriend and like get a job and where's my money it's like what who you guys don't live this way this is not real for you people uh yeah like also i really hate the part where he's like let me tell you about my other friend now (laughs) yes well and that switch i i hate the switch from female to male right is the first one a girlfriend and the second one is a boyfriend yeah yeah, because he opens the song, I hate that bitch. And then I hate that dick is the second yeah. verse. And you could feel that it's like, it's it's harsh and, you know, shitty and sexist to just like sing a song about <laughs> hating a bitch. So they were like, oh, we'll switch it. And then the next chorus, oh, cool, man. Then we'll say we hate that dick. Yeah. And I remember that I referenced this song um, 
I, when I sent you guys the first demo for Slophead, I want to yeah, say, yep. I was saying it hmm. was sort of like uh, something about having a, a stupid wa- uh, husband or having a stupid wife. Yep. And I was like, am I doing that thing where I'm like, bo- both boys and girls can be jerks, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a song for me that's just like, it's dripping with, I don't believe these people. People say that the people making the music believe any of this or have ever dealt with this. I just don't know what it's all about. It, it all feels very put on and affected. Uh-huh. And it's also that those qualities are what I don't like about Blister in the Sun. It's just like <laughs> there's just a fakey fucking quality to it. Can we get to the very last like part of the song, Jeff Easley? Or yeah. Ooh. the last why don't you get a job? <laughs> he just sounds so awful. Yeah, brum, 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 brum. yeah. I remember uh, that song. Also, the the uh, other people have said this, but the um, obla dibla da uh, comparison is like yes, right there. And it's not good. There were other songs that came out on that album because th- that's back when I did still like Offspring and I did follow like what album was that off of? Ixnay on the Ombre. (laughs) But like that also had Gone Away on it, which I thought was dope. How'd that go? It's like, and it feels, and it feels like heaven's so far away. Yeah, that's interesting because that song (laughs) sounds like there's some emotion by it or behind it or something. Well, it's uh, just like it feels like an old Offspring song versus like trying to be like kitschy. Um, They're kind of a confused band because also like... My favorite Offspring song is um, Self-Esteem. And mm-hmm. that yeah. song, which, by the way, it's too long to sing at karaoke, so don't try it. I bored <laughs> a lot of people. But um, that song is like, uh, they're a pop punk band from SoCal. But then that song is like a smells like teen spirit sound alike. So they're, they're kind of just like floating around and saying, I don't know. But yeah. both of you guys picked nasally vocalists mm-hmm. um this this one out uh, over uh pretty pretty fly for a white guy for me because i can still like sing pretty fly for a white guy like the the chorus is like give it to me baby uh-huh like that has a little more merit to me than uh no nah, no nah, why don't you get a oh. job i'm sorry this album was americana uh, yeah. Not not Ixnay on the Ombre. Yeah, Americana I, had I like see. a cartoon kid on a swing or something. Yes, mm-hmm. and that had both Pretty Fly and Why Don't You Get a Job. Mm. This was their huge mega platinum hit. And again, I got to say, they put out an album. That's not easy to do. They found success. <laughs> this song is just not for me. Let me ask you guys this about your two songs. I found when I was picking my song, I did a lot of soul searching. I was like, what brings out hate in me? Because there's a lot of bad songs that I don't like, just sound bad. But then I thought, it actually made me think we should also do an episode about guilty pleasures. Because in thinking of these songs, I also thought of a lot of guilty pleasures that I actually like. Mm -hmm. But I was saying like- Yeah, mine's chocolate ice cream. (laughs) Why? (laughs) You're guilty about that. (laughs) Um, More like ours. Um, I felt like- the songs that bring out hate in me, it was for personal reasons where it's something like 
maybe it grazes against something I do like, mm. but does it poorly. Mm. Or maybe it embarrasses me because there's something in me that almost likes a shade of this type of song, but it's not doing it right. So do these songs to you, like is Violent Femmes similar to Dutton music or, or is this Offspring song, does it feel personal? Oh, what you're, uh, I have so many runners up that are what you're talking about. Mm, Viol- mm. Violent Femmes, for whatever reason, is my cilantro. Yeah. I just can't explain it. It's just nothing. Yeah, we'll get into the, we'll get into the runners ups. In a, we in will a get to the runners up. We'll get yeah. there. But I was thinking about it because it's like, you know, people say like homophobia. The thing about it, lots of people want to say like in an American beauty sense, like, oh, well, you're actually gay. So you hate gay people. And it's not that simple. What it really, really is, is like, you resent the freedom. Like if, if mm-hmm. you're like a sad, repressed, mm-hmm. angry person, and then you find out, you find out like there are men out in Provincetown, like being themselves and being yeah, free yeah. and they have freedom that I would never have. I would never have that freedom. Cause I'm, I've crushed my little life and it does strike a little chord that you're getting something that we're not Getting. Oh, that's interesting. That's uh, yeah. I think you're onto something there, T. <laughs> well, this this article is. But now, T, you're in the hot seat, baby. What's your fucking song? <laughs> I've got a degree of that uh, in my song, cause, um, I, I think, or and also I've got some runners up to uh, uh, <laughs> play because I kept thinking of songs that I was like, I actually do just like that song. It's more of a guilty pleasure, but whatever. But then when I said, um, your cilantro, right? Yeah. Mm. Here's a song that I just fucking hate. Hit it. Today I don't feel Oh like yeah, Timmy! <laughs> <laughs> I just wanna yeah. Oh, you make me so happy. 2010, like The Lazy Song by Bruno Mars. What is so irritating about it? Because I do agree, and it was one of my runners up. Oh. I pulled an MP3 of this fucking song. Wow. Well, did you also have a very similar song, same artist, Billionaire, uh, Travi McCoy and Bruno Mars singing, oh. uh, I want to be a billionaire, so, so freaking, freaking bad. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, Fuck that, that song. That's God. also garbage. Um, well, this song is that that little whistle break is like, oh, oh, is, have you seen the video? Yeah, oh, the gorillas, the, the monkey gorilla. masks doing like a cutesy fucking thing, a one cutesy. shot choreographed okay, again, cutesy fucking violent femmes, cutesy as fuck, gross. Get it away from me. <laughs> this guy's a verse. I will. Um, well, cutesy is the word, and and. And that's where I landed with this. Talking about my thing about where hate comes from. I do think, yeah, look, I'm a sketch comedian, right? I'm in a silly band. Oh, yeah. I graze up again. I, I make novelty music and I graze, like, uh, I think I put a lot of work into, into art that I respect, but it would be easy to push it aside and say that it's novelty. So when I when I see novelty bullshit that's doing it wrong, it gets yeah. me mad. Tim, also, when you brought in College Night the first time, mm-hmm. I was not into it <laughs> because uh, I don't like that kind of music. I don't like G-Love or Rusted Root and that stuff. And you did too good of a job <laughs> inhabiting the spirit of those bands. And yeah. I remember being like, I don't want to fucking do this. And I remember telling you when we had a big sit down, I was like, 
hey, you succeeded. You did a great job. This genre is fingernails on a chalkboard to me. That, that You saying a big sit down makes it sound like you had an intervention with Tim. <laughs> well, Basically. we were talking about all the, we were talking about all yeah, the demos. No. But, um, and then I did come around and I do love that song. It's one of my favorites. Oh, thank you. I know what this you mean. Is, this is like, right, the cutesiness. And it's also just like, you're you're taking the time to talk about like having a lazy day. It's it's only for like a, mu- a music made for like a trailer or like a, yes. uh, a montage on like a morning show or something. Right. And I felt like that was I was listening to a few times today and I was like, what do I hate here? And at first, I think the obvious thing is like the ukulele and the and the whistles and the fake reggae kind of thing is is, is the the whistles and the ukulele, it's commercial music. It's reverse engineered yeah. and mm. trying to be a hit. It's not inspired, but it's like, this will be in commercials. But then I was like, I think I figured out why I really hate it. And it's because it's false. Because I don't believe that Bruno Mars, Bruno Mars is the most motivated, type A, driven, little guy in the world mm-hmm. and I don't believe him being like today I don't want to do anything mm-hmm. and then and all of the things he mentions are like what and then the video is the exact thing where it's like today I just want to sit at home but it's like no this video is you and some dancers have memorized a dance and it's cutesy and it's choreographed and you've put so much thought into it you're the least lazy yeah. fucker in the world and it's crazy because Bruno Mars, who I hated, eventually won me over. His last yeah. album is great. Yeah, Funk. And it's such a weird discography. He has like only three very short, tight albums. The first right. two are trash. Right. Then he did Uptown Funk with Mark Ronson. And then uh, 24K Love. Gold. Um, gold is, I don't know. Actually, 24K uh, Mute. No, that's, uh, that's, yeah. a, uh, that's somebody else. But- his album from 2016 that has finesse uh, and that stuff on it. Oh, uh, it has unor- unorthodox jukebox. No, that's album two. I like Locked Out of Heaven and Treasure, uh, but but uh, I do think that Bruno Mars had to overcome the lazy song in my head. I was like, this fucking guy sucks, and then slowly he chipped away with like a couple other singles. 24K Magic, but you're right. That song, Locked Out of Heaven. Though I like that it's a song, police song. It's but a it's police a police song. song. So he was just bouncing around doing things, and he's still kind of doing that now because finesse and uptown funk uh, and twenty four K magic, they're all genre parodies. But Mark Ronson helped him find the place that he fits in the world, and now I like him. And yeah. he's clearly dripping with talent. His voice is great. In the lazy song, he's like he's, a, he's like a great performer. Like he's uh, one of yes. those like uh, pop artists who's like, man, this guy can like. Sing and dance, and he's just like, it makes sense why he was in the Super Bowl halftime show. It's like, this dude can sure do it. He was born to be at the Super Bowl, yes. Also, he's just really efficient. He's like 4'11". He can like fit in really tight uh, storage <laughs> spaces if you need to like get him somewhere. Yeah, you can't have these tall artists. That song, that Uptown Funk song is a Mark Ronson song. Right. Isn't that weird? It's like Mark Ronson featuring uh, uh, Bruno Mars. Right, it was on Mark Ronson's album where That's it was funny. The, like, I, I just assume it's a Bruno Mars song. Yeah. Here, here's the thing, though, about this song. I think they know that they were making an oversimplified piece of drivel for the masses. Mm-hmm. You know, like when they come up with like burp, 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 it's almost like. <laughs> 
Yes. It's it's something any fucking dumbass with two brain cells can comprehend. Mm. Right, but they were doing it in an LA office with a major label contract. True, you know? true. But like that is unfortunately how you break through. Yep. Because there's a lot of artists that their dumbest fucking thing is the thing that got their foot on the door. I'm thinking mostly of Katy Perry, I Kissed a Girl. Where it's just like, oh, right. what's, what's the most simplified thing that's going to resonate in people's brains and I can kick the door down because we all know it's too much to give a fully formed artist to the masses immediately. Yep. You need to give them a simplified, iconic thing that you can then sort of show different shades and different uh, complications. If you're really, you're really spouting off. Which Katy Perry song did you say? I kissed a girl and I that, liked it. That was one of my runners up because I hate that one. And then same album, you're so gay and you don't even like boys. It was like she was trying to get in with novelty songs mm-hmm. just any way that she could. Was that her first album? Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. I think I watched like a her doc and it's like, that was like her first major label album. Yeah. Me too. And I'm a sucker for those docs, by the way. I love the Katy Perry one. I love the Justin Bieber one. I love the Taylor Swift one. Who would you see? Lady Gaga? Uh, I don't think I've seen Gaga, but I like also want to see the two. Jonas Brothers one and the One Direction one are on the list. Going back to uh, Bruno Mars, I had, uh, when I was uh, writing for Alternatino, I had a, I can't remember if I pitched this or I was just thinking it up, uh, a character piece called um, uh, Benny Jupiter. Who is like a bad version of Bruno Mars? <laughs> <laughs> Mike, that's funny. That's that, great. That is funny. I can't remember if I pitched her or not. Benny Jupiter. Do it on our podcast Benny, as a character. Benny Jupiter. Um, okay, wait. Well, uh, Jeff, can you play my first runner up? Because I, w- I was, uh, it, it goes right into this. Here we go. I want to be a billionaire. I was going back and forth all day because this also. Oh, fu- he says fucking in the, in the real version here. Ooh, hell yeah. This is Bruno Mars. This is Travi McCoy featuring Bruno Mars. And right now we're hearing Bruno singing. But honestly, yeah, look, there's something that is so um, confessional about that that I wonder, did the people who heard Janis Joplin, Oh Lord, Won't You Buy Me a Mercedes Benz, have the same reaction? Well, I think it's the same type of novel funny thing to say but the performance of it 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 does a lot and i do think janice joplin did it 40 years earlier whereas with this um this was one of these this one reminds me of songs that i wrote in college with friends where it was like the type of cheeky humor that had been in pop punk music in the 90s but this song came out in 2010 and it's like it's so cutesy and that it's like, I want to be up there with Oprah. What up, Oprah? It's just like, mm. we did this uh, kind of humor already. Like the, the, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz is like, uh, it's almost, it's like a prayer to God about like getting money. I, I think the, there's like a, uh, the obviousness of it. This is, I, I can't tell if this is like, he actually wants to do this or it's, he's making a statement right, on because- something. Um, Janis Joplin is that feels like a comment on like materialism, what capitalism yeah. has done to our minds. Whereas this, the verses are about like I would give all away all the money and I would be so cool. So it's like no, right. you're just making a song that you think girls would right. like. But right. there's a line that I always hate and I always think about is like, yeah, you know when you 
when you're writing and you need some jargon and you just kind of come up with some okay jargon, but you're like, oh, I should like research that, that better. There's a line where in billionaire, he's talking about like meeting the president, hanging with the president and all compliment him on his political etiquette. I was like, <laughs> political yeah. etiquette rhymes with president, but you know, like they didn't circle back and be like, I got to say something smart here, like yeah, yeah. foreign policy or whatever. <laughs> Just like political etiquette. Sucks. Um, That's bad music. Should we put these up on the, the Twitter and then uh, talk about some runners ups? Yeah, yeah. Where should I tweet it from? Do, uh, There's no good way of doing this. Do sloppy do, boys this time. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Well, you go yeah. ahead. Uh, all right. Let me, uh, let me run down my, some of my runners up. Well, I told you the uh, pretty fly for a white guy was a runner up. Sure. Um, three elevens Amber. Oh, really? Yeah. Amber is the color of your energy. I cannot get past that lyric. Michael, I had that as well. I really? hate that song. I came from a big 311 high Whoa. school. Well, Amber is the color of your energy. Whoa. Whatever, I get 311, that. 311 is such a punching bag of a, yeah, of a yeah. band, but that song, like I wouldn't go off about come original or whatever, but but Amber rubs me the wrong way. It's that lyric. Ooh. Uh, another one was Incubus's Pardon Me. Mm, that <laughs> is the fucking rappiness of it. Pardon the, me while I burst. Oh, it was like a decade ago. I was reading a book <laughs> and a bit. No, I was taking a look in a book. Oh. Like and also just like the 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 yeah, like the pardon me, man, while I burst into flames is just so like cheeky. Yeah. Um I get that shit. Um I uh I was a little into Incubus, but I get your uh I get your qualms. The the, the like the DJ like the is, I know. Uh, there there was a big um that was huge in that early aughts. Oh yeah. It's it's definitely a genre of music that isn't like rap rock like Limp Biscuit. It's like its own close. Dude, it was it was Family Values tour. It's close, but it's it's like a more it's like a white boy, uh, the vegan style, yeah, yeah. the vegan singer or something. I don't know. <laughs> vegan I get it. Singer. I get it. And another one is Madonna's Ray of Light. Madonna's Ray of Light. Oh, interesting. Ooh. I don't know why. I, I like Madonna. I, I She's obviously a pop icon. Uh, a lot of her songs get in my head. I'll, uh -huh. I'll whistle them throughout the day. Ray of Light. I think it has something to do with maybe the video, too. I didn't like the video, but uh, I do not like it. You don't like Ali G? I don't think he's... Is he in that one? He's the limo driver. <laughs> yeah. uh, look, I like Ali G. I like Borat. I like the whole crew that Sasha Baron Cohen's thinking up in his brain. What about Bruno? Love him. Bruno Mars. I love that song, Lazy Song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Michael. Yeah, I love it. I love the billionaire oh, one, too. Oh, God. I should have said it earlier. Yeah, you should you should speak up. I had uh, same territory. I had uh, I thought about Amber. I those Katy Perry songs. I kissed a girl. You're so gay. Um, here's uh, where do I? I want to get controversial here. Uh, most ludicrous songs. Most Eminem songs. Eminem. I know that there are rappers that like Eminem, but I feel like he's the non-rapper's rapper. Then Eminem, I think, like, he started off as a funny guy and then became, like, serious guy. 
Yeah, he's stupid guy is and sucks guy. You guys are nuts. <laughs> wow. He's. I mean, look, I, I'm not like a huge Eminem defender. No, I, I like right? Eminem. Kendrick Lamar loves him, and he's like, right. He's like our our new, our new hope. And he's a Pulitzer Prize winner, and he likes Eminem, so it makes me take pause. But then I had. Hey, do you like Mike Tim? Do you like Machine Gun Kelly? I hate Machine Gun Kelly. Well, but Eminem I, doesn't like Machine Gun Kelly, and the enemy of my enemy is my friend. That's true. I'm on Marshall <laughs> Mathers' team. They're beefing. Here's a song that I thought maybe you guys might have liked as kids. They're beefing. <laughs> oh my God. They're fucking beefing. <laughs> this is not just with hindsight, but even in the moment, as a young boy, I always hated Glycerine by Bush. <laughs> the song yeah. I learned to play guitar to? Yeah, because it's the same four chords. Yes, perfect for a little Jeffy. Don't let the days go by. And then getting more recent, mm-hmm. a, a huge smash hit of 2020, Blinding Lights by The Weeknd. I felt like- What? I felt like we've done this. We've we've had like this aesthetic and these synths, and we've just done it Wait, so many times. That's like his huge hit, right? Huge hit that everyone on Earth loves. Yep. That was a definitely overplayed song for me, but I, I like it. Me too. Um, And then I wanted to play a clip for you. This is this was my r- r- runner-up. This goes right along with those Bruno Mars songs I played for you. Jeff, play my next runner-up. Saturday morning, jumped out of bed. Already hate it. What is this? <laughs> this was a huge hit in 20... 20- 14 by a band called Magic. The song is called Rude, and you might know the chorus. Oh. Oh. Is this why you gotta be so rude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, is this Mary or Anyway, that song? Yes, but it's called Rude. So is he like talking to the dad or something? Yes, in the music video, he goes to the dad's house. And the dad is like, you're not going to marry my daughter. Yeah, that, that's going to sway him by like, why you got to be so rude? I think a lot of these triggering ones for me are white reggae because I grew up loving Sublime. So then when I hear white reggae done in a way that really, really uh, sucks, I'm embarrassed by it. But then also just that song of like, it feels written to just make a girl be like, he would marry me. Ooh. <laughs> he would go against my dad, <laughs> my dad, who I hate. <laughs> well, I've got a runner up that I didn't put it like I didn't really consider it because it's a, an obscure band that that you a lot of people probably don't know. But mm-hmm. um, it's a song that I just like it grates on me so much because it's got like these different. Well, we'll, we'll play it but you, and you'll hear it, but it's just like it's awful it's it's trying to do so many things and it's it's bad it's by this uh group uh they used to be this like in the early 2000s they were like a really like uh uh socially conscious uh rap group or hip-hop group (laughs) called um lil thriller and dr benedicto and (laughs) here's the song take a listen because this is this came out in 2017 and and you really don't like you really don't like this. It's just like what the fuck. But 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 listen, it's like a two. It's a, this is the full song. <laughs> if you want to see me rhyme, better come to Taco Time. Taco, 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 taco. 
going so on there stuff. and it's like political and hey, Mike I got to agree with you multiple presidents taken to task and <sighs> it's like you hit the nail on the head where it's like yeah sure there's lots of good ideas in there but like it's kitchen sinky they're right. trying to and do what it the all. fuck is taco time I don't know we have to go to taco time it's, it's like trying un- to start a buzzword yeah and like I've heard that clip of Richard Nixon saying he's not a crook so many times but I've actually never heard the the part leading up to it where he talks about the, the American people need to know whether the president's yeah, going It's yeah. just like, I just don't know about it. It's, and it's, it's fuck. Every time I hear it, I'm like, nope, I'm not listening to this. Change the channel. Yeah. Whenever that comes on um, a mainstream radio, yeah, I turn it off. I won't listen to it. I hate it. You know that thing when you're on serious radio and you hear that song and you flip to another station and then it's on that station too? Yes. Like, yeah. No. Yeah. And in an earlier part than you were just listening to. So it's like, ugh, what am I going to go through this whole thing? And just honestly, like dubstep didn't age well at all. So like having that whole middle of the song is right. not a good move. And that's that is such a rage against the machine move to be like, oh, we're gonna use uh, clips of uh, our presidents. Ooh, right. Ooh, Ooh your sacred institutions. Mm-hmm. And it almost pisses me off that like toward the end that little section that's like a piano ballad like that's beautiful i know it's not nice and the, the singer there the, the his voice is great but what's he talking about it's like now it's a love song and what was the name of this artist again uh this is two is two people uh lil thriller and dr benedicto <laughs> yeah hmm. well they suck man they yeah, suck they suck, they suck. <laughs> that song sucks fuck those they guys suck, but i hope we hear more from them in the future is that yeah. weird to say we might we might hear more of their their off the wall stuff, but the thing is, they're great guys. Like they do a lot of like uh, they have oh, big for charities sure, for sure. and yeah, 
It's just their fucking music. Yeah, I know their charities are big and all that. And, and if they make, like, their next song will have some Biden clips. That's kind of cool, probably. <laughs> they, they, they might. They might. You don't know what those two are up to. How do we feel about our, uh, our, our the fucking Twitter thing? Let's check it. It, it. It's ready to go. I, I tweeted it out. I tweeted this from at the Sloppy Boys, and I said, which is the most hateable song? And we've got a lot of data here. And really, I personally feel ready to share it. Do you guys want to hear the results of the episode? I want to hear who, how many voters? Yeah. Would, would it help? Uh, would it help the J man to uh, maybe kill a little more time before we look at the results? Uh, um, uh, Do you got something to, to kill? How much time could you possibly kill? <laughs> 20 minutes? <laughs> to, for, to, to reverse this, <laughs> you might... Need the, uh, the the opinions of the world to change. What the fuck? So the writing is on the wall, you're saying? We would have to go to the next. <laughs> what the fuck? You know when you pass from like the, the Jurassic period to the Mesozoic period? Uh, we would, yeah. We yeah. would have to go from whatever period we're in now until a weird world where people don't like good songs. Tim, Tim, if I understand you correctly, Blister in the Sun is winning by such a large margin that we would need to <laughs> delay this uh, indefinitely? For anyone else to catch up. Hey, basically, you're fucked, dude. Oh, oh Jefferson. How many people voted? That's what I'm, I'm curious how many people saw this. It's been out there for 13 minutes. We have 84 votes. That's enough to th- I think, feel like we That's have enough. a cross. That is right, the cross section. Call it. Let's do it. Call it. In third place, therefore eliminated and banished to hell. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> is Jefferson Dutton oh. because Blister in the Sun only got, I mean, 12%. I'm shocked even 12% of people don't like Blister in the well, Sun. Well, some people maybe haven't uh, heard the song, but they see the word Blister and they say, eh, I've had bad experiences with that on hiking trips no. or something like yeah, that. Smart people are rare these days, so that actually makes sense. Uh, yeah, Jeff, we are. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> and now, okay, Beavis and Butthead. Uh. The winner and champion by a mile because he's da bomb is Tim Calabagas. <laughs> because the lazy song got 57% of the vote. Wow. Michael, you, uh, Offspring got 31%. Mm. Jeffy got 12% and I kind of creamed you guys. Well, we said at the beginning, this wasn't a competition. And congrats, Tim. You chose the easy path, just like your boy, Bruno. No, you know what? My tastes align perfectly with the American people. I'm the perfect person. (laughs) Some might say that I'm the average man. I don't know if you've ever seen that on Google. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's what's so cool about me. And it's why a lot of my work is so successful is that like what I feel in my gut is what America feels in their guts. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, Tim, uh, uh, didn't you have a lot of, uh, I don't know, burrito, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't I have a lot of burrito? I was trying to make a joke about like you ate something bad and you've got, you know, upset stomach and diarrhea. And that's what's in your guts. We've run through our songs. We've run through our alts. We've even done a parody. Or or rather, I would say, Mike, you found an interesting song. Yeah, I found a, a song I hate. And we've gotten our results. Yes. But I still have one or two songs I don't like. Well, let's hear them. 
Sure. Is it, is it, does it feel like we're going backwards? Or can I just burn them off real quick? Just Let's throw them out. Run, throw run them through. Out. Rapid fire. All right. Well, I hate this fucking song. <laughs> Roll another. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Afro Man? Wait. Yes. That's what I mentioned this at the top show. You don't like this song? It's funny. No, I hate it. Ah. Pandering. He's funny. Yeah, but but pandering. So so Afro Man, you can't get away from this guy? No. <laughs> he sucks. <laughs> it's Just funny. Just trash. Just it's pandering funny. trash. You know no. what? When I was a kid, I didn't like a lot of music that I felt was like selling to me. And so I didn't like pop music as a, as a high schooler. Yeah. And I didn't realize that, you know, Blink-182 was also being sold to me. I just had no objection to that. Right. Oh, yeah. And nowadays, I like pop music. Like, nowadays, you you will catch me listening to Spice Girls. I will listen to that shit. Well, because you've discovered poptimism. Yes. Thank you, Tim. Thank you. I have. Now, Afro Man, here's where we might be getting to what you were saying, Tim, where... When I heard this song, I was a young weed smoker, mm. passionate about his new hobby. Yep. Here, here comes Afro Man being cheeky, and uh, now all of a sudden he's the ambassador for this subculture, and I say, no, 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 no. I disagree, Afro Man. You think you are? I'll tell you who is, is the, the Master Bong Ripper. Now that's hey. a song. Hey, hey. Ooh, the go. Master Bong Ripper. I wonder if that's anyone's most hated song. And then no. also, similarly, this motherfucker right here. I'm nice right now, man. Ugh. I, I feel good. Asher Roth. If I love college. Garbage. Drink, Ultimate garbage. Uh, I hate it. When it came out, I hated it. Because I was in college, and I was like, this guy doesn't fucking speak for me. Yeah, I like to party, but fuck you. Also, while we're going down this rabbit hole, the original MySpace version of this... And I don't even know if this is it, but the original version of it sampled Say It Ain't So. Yeah. Oh, you're right, right, right. And then Weezer said, no, thank you. Now, this sounds like a bit of a re-performance, more so than a sample. But you can tell that it's like... Yeah, I think that guitar at the beginning was it, and then this is a redo. But I know that Asher reached out to uh, Rivers Cuomo to try to get the rights. That makes me happy that Rivers said no. And even offered him, like, everything. Was like, oh, we'll give you the publication or whatever. Hmm. And Rivers was still like, no. 100% of the publishing. That's cool. I have a theory that the... You know that song Billionaire I was just talking about, hating? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that song is so similar to Santeria by Sublime that I couldn't find it on the Wikipedia page, but I feel like the same thing happened where they probably tried to use Santeria and couldn't and then just went ahead and did a sound alike. Also, it's kind of funny that Asheroth was just like, if you got a drink right now, hold it in the air. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, Say It Ain't So is about like generational alcoholism. Right. Um, you know what that reminds me of mixing a, a rock group with a, a rapper is Danger Mouse's Grey album. I think is like... Uh, I love that album. Me too. Yeah. That's really uh, cool. I'll tell you what, uh, you know, Afferman kind of reminded me of this, but then Grey Album does too. When when you're thinking of things that just irk you because they're being sold to you, you know what song I fucking hate? And I'm a novelty song guy who makes silly music, but I hate when K-Rock always plays Dynamite Hack, Boys in the Hood. Yeah. yeah. It's like a folky cover of Boys in the Hood. And that's that thing where it's like, 
there's versions of this that I'm embarrassed because it's like comedy music does that, but that song is so unfunny and misses the God. I can't mark. believe they still play that. Like <laughs> for that to be an evergreen song is so strange. Cause I remember when that came out and people were like, Oh, the same way that um, there's like a bluegrass cover of gin and juice. Yeah. Yep. That saw a lot of circulation back in the um, Napster lime wire days. Mm-hmm. Mislabeled as fish quite often. Yes. One last song I wanted to mention, because this is a whole other genre, is I loved the Strokes, right? Yeah. I loved the White Stripes, right? Mm -hmm. But then who came along and won all the platinum Grammys? The Hives? Jet. The Hives. Jet. Oh, no. That's who I meant. Are You you Gonna Be My Girl by Jet? Yeah. Sold more than all of those good bands combined, because they just came in, they're like, we're going to do that. Yeah, that sucks. You know, it's a song I saw on a list that somebody mentioned to us uh, after we did the um, uh, Love Actually uh, podcast. Somebody yeah. mentioned the uh, this. So in England, they actually do have like a contest around Christmas time to get like the number England's number yeah, one. Yeah. And somebody mentioned to this to the <laughs> somebody mentioned this to us on Twitter, and I forget who it was, but the song was Mister Blobby. What? By a, by a group called Mr. Blobby. Look it up. Watch the video. It's very funny. And also to think that this one, like England's best pop song, Christmas song, however that works, it's very interesting. And then look up Taco Time because it's so weird that that song was a hit. Yeah. I don't know if the video is still up. The video they made was terrible, but see if the video is out there. I, I doubt it is. Hey, Jen has that other song that's like... That's like, look what you've done. You've made a fool of everyone. Oh, yeah. Which, look, is a good song, but is also just kind of ripping off like a Beatles Oasis type vibe. Mm. What was Tim, I'm with you. I don't like Jet, okay? Jet you, sucks. When you, when you said we're talking about Jet, I said I uh, said the Hives. Yeah, what me too. What song do they have? Do what you do when you do what you do because you wanna. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that song. And then the Vines <laughs> ad. I want to get free. I want to get free. Right into the sun. I kind of, I liked all that stuff, but it's so weird how it was dwarfed by Jet. Jet was the band that got all of the money from that era. Too bad. Australian? Yes. Perhaps? Yes. You you remember that because if they want to come to play in the US, they need to take a Jet. (laughs) Right. And if you were coming from a different country, you'd probably take a boat or something. Sure, sure, sure. Well, there we have it. Uh, the most hated song is Lazy Song by Bruno Mars. <laughs> I can't believe it. The people have spoken. I hope you had fun here, guys. I'm talking to you two. Tim, Jeff, did you have fun? <laughs> yeah. Good. I had a lot of fun. It was okay. Now I'm talking to the Patrons. I hope you guys had fun out there. And we want to thank you for joining us. We love the Patrons. Thanks so much for supporting us. Tell a friend uh, if you want to get them on board with the Sloppy Boys. We love it. Yeah. Oh, also, I hope you're enjoying the Discord. Yeah. Discord. And if you don't have it, you know, take a look at the Patreon. We've got it posted up there as a text. So check it out. And until next time, we're wishing you a happy Happy day. day. Happy day, folks. (laughs) 